You're listening to You're listening to the to a Beer O'Clock the Beer O'Clock Show. You're listening to the Beer O'Clock Show. It's Beer O'Clock and this is the Beer O'Clock Show where every week we drink something that reminds us that we do indeed like beer. My name is Mark and joining me dressed in his Union Jack onesie is Steve. Hello Steve. Hi Mark, how are you doing? I'm doing alright mate, how are you? Very well, thank you. Very good. We're taking a brief pause in our Six Nations season to celebrate Beer Day Britain. And joining us is one of Britain's finest beer sommeliers, Jane Payton. Hello, Jane. Hello there. Welcome to the show. Thank you. We've got you on to talk about Beer Day Britain, obviously. And tonight we are sampling. Is this the official brew for Beer Day Britain? Well... I probably wouldn't call it the official one, but it's the beer that, that I've co-brewed with um, Sarah Barton and some of the women uh, brewers of uh, Project Venus as our contribution to National Beer Day. OK, so it's called Britannia's Brew. It is a golden ale? Yes, it's a golden ale, 5% ABV, and it okay. contains British hops, British malts, Maris Otter malt, actually. But also it includes botanicals to represent each of the four home nations. I've included Northern Ireland as well in, in that. Great. So we have Heather for Scotland, red and white rose petals for the Tudor English rose. We have Heather for Scotland, flax seeds for Northern Ireland and seaweed for Wales. And I think I've just repeated myself with one of those botanicals. <laughs> That's fine. So we'll be getting to that beer in just a little bit. But before that, Stevie, do we have any beery news, mate? Yeah, of course, mate. There's a few beery stories this week. All right, here's your pips. Beep, 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 Okay, so first up, we're going to go straight in with some Brewdog news this week because it's been a few weeks since we've had them on. Um, they've announced that they're looking for target locations in the next year. Um, so in addition to looking to open up some more bars in London, not not sure there's too many more places in London they can inhabit, um, they've also published a, a list which is about 12 places long uh, of places where they're looking to set up new breweries. Now, interestingly um, for me, the one that really sticks out on there is South End on Sea. Um, I can't understand and I'm allowed to say this because I'm from Essex um, I can't understand why Brewdog want to put a bar in South End on Sea um, I, I really can't it's it's full of your typical type of lagery Essex boy drinkers and I just I don't don't see why they want to put a bar in in, in South End on Sea. Anyway, that's that's my opinion. So um, so yeah, they're looking at ex expanding their, their their sites. They're also expanding the brewing operation at the the brewery, and they're using the first three million um, that's been invested in the new equity for punk scheme to in, increase the size of their capacity. Um, and all that is obviously going to create new jobs. So good on Brewdog for um, continuing to support the the brewing industry. Um, next story, just to follow up on one we did a few weeks ago, uh, the North Brew Co. launched up in Leeds a few weeks back. Um, just a bit more information about what it's going to be about at the moment. So this is coming out with a North Bar uh, in Leeds. Um, they formed a new company um, with the people that are behind Belgrave Music Hall, and they're on the brink of signing for a new site um, with Kit going in in September and hoping to have the doors open to their weekend tap room in October. In the short term, their beers will be available in the North Bar, the Cross Keys, Further North, Alfred, North Bar Social, 
Preston as well as Belgrave Music Hall. So um, most of those places are in the Leeds and the Leeds area. Keep your eye out for the uh, North Bruco beers that will be available soon. And then finally in this week's news, um, Howling Hops, who are um, a brewery based in Hackney, have just announced that they've opened up the first UK dedicated tank bar. Um, now this is basically they've got all their tanks of beer lined up and you're getting the beer fresh from the tank um, this is in Queen's Yard in Hackneywick and is well worth a visit um, check out at Howling Hops on Twitter um, search through their feed and you'll see love, lo- loads of lovely pictures of their shiny tank room um, that's it for the external news um, this week, mate, we've got some, uh, some some beer o'clock show news as well. Um, just okay. to let people know, because I'm guessing <laughs> pe- people might be worried about this. Um, we found Fender Blender, who who was the winner <laughs> of, of one of our giveaways last week. Uh, and it's actually Paul Grant who was on the last lock-in with us. Um, and you can find him at Can I Get a P on, on Twitter. So congratulations, Paul. You were the third winner of the Ebria box. Um, and also, just a final bit of news as well, mate. We topped 5,000 followers this week on Yay. Twitter. Um, that's quite a milestone, don't you think? I think so, yeah. Um, so I just wanted to say thank you to, to each and every one of you um, that follows us and listens to us and gets involved in the Beer O'Clock Madness. Um, we, we really appreciate your support. And less than a tenth of you follow me, you bastards. <laughs> well, where can they follow you, mate? <laughs> At Beer Show Mark. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> right. Have we got... We've got a return of everyone's favourite new segment. The one without a theme tune. Hop Topic. Yes, mate. Um, <laughs> so, more people getting involved in, 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 this, in, in last week's Hop Topic. So, so, just a quick round-up of, of what people thought of that. And if, uh, if you remember, we asked um, about the cost of beer festivals, what would be the amount you'd be willing to pay, and, and all those sorts of things. I think you had a bit of a sweary rant <laughs> last week which a few a few of our listeners quite enjoyed um but here's the uh here's the feedback from from some people this week so um at irish beer snob uh our mate wayne uh, over in ireland um says uh a higher price with free beers included encourages being binge drinking of the higher abv beers um martin oates got involved again at mjpo007 um said he paid 38 quid for the london craft beer festival last year which he thought was quite good value um you don't then pay for your drinks once you're in there but that's probably the upper limit that he'd go to um but he said also something that london craft beer festival do is they offer early bird discounts as well so if you book your tickets earlier on you get them for a bit cheaper so that seems to be a winner um at bank of dad mark scanlon so it's so a new contributor um he says he wouldn't pay more than a tenner for a beer festival um (laughs) fair enough in and out no messing about there (laughs) um and then our number one fan at miles lambert um says prefer to charge per drink uh the cost should reflect what's on offer so are there speciality beers are there events as part of it is there meet the brewers going on that sort of thing um in his experience he's found that some of the best festivals are local where you pay a couple of quid to get in and a couple of quid for reasonably priced beers as well so that that was the feedback from last week this week's hot topic, and it's it's interesting. First time we've done this with a guest, so so let's see how this one goes. Um, this is about Lidl getting involved in what they've deemed the craft owl market. 
Now, there's there's a bringing together of two phrases, if ever I've heard one. So um, this was the announcement last week that Discount Supermarket Lidl is adding trendy beer lovers to its growing list of middle-class targets with the launch of a range of regional craft owls. Um, so they're going to start stocking more than 60 mainly British-made bottled beers, stouts, porters, IPAs and ciders this month. Um, the range includes a vanilla porter, um, some Innis and Gun, um, and some other beers that, if you look at the picture that, that uh, accompanied the press release, you'd question whether they're actually craft breweries. Um, beers are going to be individually priced between £1.17 and £1.69, um, with a majority at £1.49. So, Lidl's launch craft owls. Um, this week's hot topic is, what do we think, firstly, of supermarkets getting in on the growing range of beers that are available uh, and then secondly the Lidl's uh, announcement came with celebrity endorsement as well so what do we call about so what do we think about celebrity endorsement um trying to get more people into craft beers um let's open up this week's discussion with with, with some sort of thoughts from Jane maybe um Jane any thoughts on this one yes I was interested to hear this news I'm of the opinion that the more people that drink beer, the better. And so if a, a shop like Lidl stocks it and makes it available to a wider audience and the price is brought down as well, that's good for the customer, for sure. In terms of craft beer, that's a phrase that doesn't actually mean anything anymore anyway. It's just a branding name now. And I saw the picture as well. And there were some mainstream brands in there but you know every sensible retailer needs to have those anchor brands that most people will recognize so they'll feel comfortable drinking those beers and then they might be a little more adventurous and try something that they don't know or maybe a, a local brew that they've never heard of before and also because the price is low they're not going to waste money if they haven't made the right choice they can always wash the hair in the beer or they can kill the slugs <laughs> in the garden with it <laughs> I water my hydrangea outside, by the way, if there's any beer that I don't like. And my hydrangea is booming. <laughs> and then just to, to finish your question, Steve, about um, celebrity endorsement. I'm afraid that we live in this celebrity obsessed world now. And if it helps get the word out, then yes, we have to accept it, I suppose. And at least they've chosen somebody like Alex James, who does have a bit of cool about him. And he's got uh, a certain... Um, uh, hinterland doesn't he in terms of his um fan base yeah and, just makes um, cheese and what's better with beer than cheese it's a lovely <laughs> synergy isn't it ab ab absolutely and I, I i love it that you've given us our first ever beer o'clock show gardening tip as, <laughs> as as well thank you for that um i i can't i can't disagree with anything you're saying there i mean i, I think yes I, I i agree with that you know more beers available in more places can only be a good thing. Um, Mark, what do you think on this one, mate? Uh, I agree with Jane. I think it's great that... Um, well, the main reason I think it's great that Little uh, opening themselves up to the, quote, craft beer market is mainly because there's one at the bottom of my road, and so I don't <laughs> need to go very far. It's um, all about you, isn't it? <laughs> me, me, me with it's you. It's always all about <laughs> me, yeah. Now, whether that Little, which is a bit of a shit Little, will actually get any of the beer in, I don't know. But I'm gonna go and check it out. Um, you might, I, you'll have to start. You'll have to start a placard campaign, Mark, <laughs> and stand outside saying, "We won't craft beer." <laughs> Maybe I will. Um, it wouldn't look too out of place in stress, I have to say. Um, I think supermarkets getting the beers in is great because the vast majority of people who aren't exposed to, you know, the term craft beer 
aren't the type to go into your craft beery bottle shops. They're going to Morrison's, they're going to the local supermarkets, which have, you know, real ale aisles, and this kind of exposure is great for the industry. And, and like Jane said, craft beer is becoming very much a non-term now. It's beer, and you know that's about all I can say about that. And as for a celebrity endorsement, I wouldn't know that fella from anyone else <laughs> in the street. <laughs> So the celebrity endorsement doesn't do it for me at all. But hey ho, as long as he's getting paid. <laughs> okay, so, so so we seem to be of the consensus that more beers in more places is a good thing. Um, you know, and a range of beers available in, in a range of places. Obviously, we've seen over the last few years, Tesco, Sainsbury's, Marks and Spencer's, Waitrose, Morrison's, all of the big supermarkets are getting in on 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 stocking more and more beers. You know, you can buy Brewdog in your local Tesco's now. Um, it's good to see um, Lidl introducing more of a range of beers, I, I think. But I'm keen to um, find out what the listeners think. So make sure you tweet us, use the hashtag Hop Topic, and let us know what you think of um, Lidl stocking a new range of beers. And also, if you've got a suggestion for next week's Hop Topic, let us know that as well, and we'll we'll, we'll think about discussing it on next week's show. Very good. Now, before we start talking about Beer Day Britain, which is the reason. James joining us tonight. Let's actually get into this beer. Yes, please. So this is 5% ABV Golden Ale from Brewster's that Jane and a bunch of her friends well, it was a bunch of my friends, and um, there's an organisation called Project Venus, which mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard of, but it's the um, a group of the female professional brewers in Britain who get together every few months, and they brew a beer together, so they collaborate on the recipe and then just have a fun brew day. And um, I think they've brewed ooh, probably 10 or 15 since they've been established. This one was specifically for beer day britain and um we wanted to have something to represent all of all of britain hence it being called britannia's brew and i'm sure she would drink it if she was around (laughs) it was brewed in grantham at brewster's sarah barton some of the listeners may know her beers brewster's beers fantastic beers i love all their beers i don't think they make a bad one quite um I always find that their beers are a lovely balanced beer. You always get the beautiful sweet malts and you get really wonderful hop characteristic as well. Sarah was a British Brewer of the Year in 2012 to 13 and um, justifiably so. She makes great beers, very, very drinkable beers. Well, it's smelling gorgeous, this beer. and It's pouring out a lovely golden colour, very light carbonation coming through. And it's a bottle conditioned beer. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, I wanted to use British hops. I said earlier, um, Maris Otter malt. It's Maris Otter's 50th birthday this year, you probably know. And there's going to be a big beer festival in Norfolk later this year for all the beers that are made out of Maris Otter. And I'm really keen on British hops as well. So I thought, oh, you know, which hops should we choose? And I love the names of the hops as well. Yes. So I looked, through, <laughs> I looked through the names of the hops and two of them just jumped out immediately that was so British and so apropos. One of them was Bodicea, mm-hmm. which I've brewed with before. Love it. So that's in there. And then there's also a hop called Sovereign, which... Oh, um, very British. Very <laughs> British. But also I really wanted to have hops that Dr. Peter Darby had 
developed and bred. And I call Dr. Peter Darby my hop idol because he's the, he's the world's number one hop breeder. And he's the most dynamic and, and um, innovative hop breeder in the world. You know, the British hop program is the most innovative in the world. We should be very proud of that. And these are two of his daughters. He calls his hops his daughters. So these are two of his daughters, Sovereign and Bodicea. It's interesting you say that about British hops, Jane, because they made the uh, the news in the last week as well, didn't they? They were in the um, there was an article in the Times last week about British hops and and the popularity of them worldwide now, um, which was which was quite an interesting read actually. Yes. Um, and and it, it spoke about how we're, we're we're reaching a point now where last year's hop harvest was the biggest since a long time ago. I'm, yes. I'm quickly skim reading the the article, trying to find the biggest hop har- harvest since when. Um, but probably back in the days of of when we 1878. There we are. Oh, um, well, if you stall for long the... enough, you find it in the end. Now the irony is that um, a lot of brewers or newer brewers, particularly in this country and and around the world, actually, are very much beholden to American hops which are those big, powerful aromas and flavours, which we can't grow in this country with those um, powerful characteristics because of the sun and because of our climate conditions. But what we do grow in this country is very subtle hops, which have great complexity. What they do, they allow the malt to speak in the beer and they don't overwhelm you and they're subtle but complex and you get a really well-balanced beer. And some of the brewers, particularly in, in the US now, have gone as far as they can with hops. They've They've done peak hop. They've gone to extreme hop. <laughs> yes. And now they're going backwards. Not backwards. That sounds wrong. But they're now looking to Britain, to our amazing session beers, which we can make because we've got these amazing hops. And they're now importing hops from Britain into America. So 10 years later, all the people, all the brewers in this country who are using American hops and new world hops will suddenly think, oh, I think we should start using those English hops because that's what the Americans are doing. So... I'm a great fan of English hops. <laughs> so, shall we get into this beer, guys? Oh yeah. Yeah, let's 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 get See into what it. We think. Cheers. 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 Very Moorish. And that's incredibly um, drinkable. Oh, it's instantly refreshing. Yeah. As, as, as well. And then there's just this absolute myriad of flavors going on uh, uh, at the end of it that i'm going to need a good few sips to start really thinking about what's going on in this beer damn you know we only made 1215 bottles enough for for 1215 bottles the reason for that number is because beer day britain is on the same day as magna carta day and I, you'll probably ask me about that later but magna carta was sealed in 1215 so that's why this this limited edition so i think we need to get sarah to brew this beer again because i think that's so drinkable <laughs> i'd be so happy with that every day of my life from do, now do you on. see it becoming a becoming an annual brew maybe to coincide with beer day britain well, if, if she was up for it, yes, I think so. Because I think a, a drinkable beer like this and something called Britannia's Brew has got appeal, I would imagine, and good name. And if it was there to mark our National Beer Day, then, yeah, hopefully she will. It depends how many people go to Ales by Mail to, to buy it, though. <laughs> yeah, we've, got, we've got to do a run on, on, the, on the beer and make it sell out. And then uh, they'll be clamouring at Sarah's door at Brewster's and asking her to brew it again. Yeah, well, get yourselves at Ales by Mail and use our discount code to get 10% off. Ooh. Sorted. Yes, 
Exclusive ex- uh, exclusive stockist sale by Mailar. There's some lovely earthy flavours coming from this. There, there, there is. Um, there's that, some, some light citrusy flavours as well going mm. on in there. Sovereign is a um, gives that earthiness and grassiness. Uh, I think uh, Brewster's yeast is probably giving that orangey citrus. What you might get from the Bodicea is some floral um, notes to it as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting a nose full of the floral as I'm drinking it, and then yes. these lovely malty, earthy flavours. It's just really drinkable. I mean, it's like a a quintessential English or British golden ale. It's like straight down the line, no messing about. Yeah, oh, I was just just about to say it's it's not hiding at all, is it? It's 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 exactly what it says on the tin. It's it's it's, it's a British golden ale. Mm-hmm. Um, it's extremely Moorish. It's very flavoursome. Um, nothing is too overpowering in there, and it's it's got a lovely soft bit of finish to it. I really like the 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 level of bitterness. To me, that's that's a, a lovely one, and it just makes me want to drink even more of it. Very very Moorish and juicy. Love yes. it. Indeed. This is my first try of it, by the way. I'm trying it with you too. Oh wow! Two. Yeah. Oh really? Oh, yes. well, that's that's a surprise. I thought you would have had had a few of these no, by I, now. Um, I've, I've, um, I was very strict, and I thought, no, I'm going to wait until the beer o'clock show, and then I can um, taste it with you two. Oh, I'm really glad you like it. Phew. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so, Jane, can you tell us a little bit more about Beer Day Britain? What what start kicked it all off? Well, I love beer, absolutely love it, always have done, and I love British beer. I love beer from all around the world, actually. I love pubs, so um, it just brings so much joy. For years, people have been talking in this country that we should have a National Beer Day, and we never have. And I think the reason for that is because nobody wanted to own it. And so if the industry did it, it would then be seen as an industry thing, maybe as a cynical exercise to sell more beer. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I was recently um, an award winner with, with my beer sommelier uh, job. And so I thought, oh, you know, that, that's a really good time to suggest that we should have a national beer day and actually get it off the ground. So I've been talking to people for oh, months now. I've been working on this for about 18 months to try and get a national beer day. And I thought, well, we should have a date that is significant. So it's not just beer day. You could choose any day to be beer day because, you know, we all do drink beer regularly. But I thought, let's have a significant date. And then I looked at Magna Carta and realised that in Magna Carta, Clause 35 of Magna Carta mentions ale. I thought, wow, you know, it's the most significant legal document in this country or one of them, certainly. I thought, wow, that is so wonderful that this incredible document which is so profound and has had so much influence around the world should mention ale our national drink and then even better 2015 is the 800th anniversary of magna carta so there's there's been there's already been international focus and national focus on the subject so i thought great this, this is a great date to have it 2015 will be beer day britain and it'll share the day with magna carta but from thereafter Everybody will forget Magna Carta. From thereafter, it'll be Beer Day Britain. <laughs> so that's how it came about. So I've been working just me on my own, working away, and I've managed to get the support of lots of different um, organisations in, in the beer world, giving me moral support, not financial support. You know, it's all um, been a voluntary thing that I've done. And all the main organisations have really got behind it and 
I've had help from Sophie Durand. Thank you, Sophie, who is now the brewing technologist at Munton's Malt. By the way, the Maris Otter came from Munton's. Thank you. Um, <laughs> she's helped me greatly and helped me with the Facebook. And Sarah Barton has been helpful. And actually, so many people have been helpful. And now we've got to the point where we're almost a week away, just under a week away. And it's happening. And next year, it'll be even bigger. But I know there's been so much enthusiasm on social media. And it also was a wake up call about how difficult it is to get, you know, a national anything off the ground. Yeah. Even in this day with social media and and blogs and things like that, it's it's hard to get everybody to know about it. It, it it does feel like that this particular show has has been one of the longest in the making, to be honest with you, Jane, because I know we got in touch with you probably in the week that you announced that, that this was going to happen. That was about nine months ago, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, and, it's been and, and diary we said, all that time, yes. Yeah, yeah we said <laughs> we want to do something around this because we wanted to support it as well. And it just, I, I don't think, I, I, I know we plan, but I don't think we've ever planned this far in advance for a show. Um, and it, it was a bit of an epic story that these, the, these beers finally just about made it to us for tonight's show as well. Um, Mark yes, we literally did. getting his hands on his today. Um, well, I went down on them um, on um, Bodicea's chariot, don't you know? Yes. <laughs> <Southern Northern> line. <laughs> I would have loved to have seen that, and I, I just I'm, I'm glad that it's all come together in time for us to be able to to record with you tonight and to talk about Beer Day Britain and to enjoy the beer and and to actually be able to get this podcast out to our listeners in time for Beer Day Britain. Um, yes. next week because there's a there's a very significant moment as well isn't there on on yes. monday the 15th that we're looking forward to this certainly is we're going to have a national cheers to beer and that's going to start at 12 15 p.m but it's going to go throughout the day and the evening so everybody can join in if they want to and it's really simple all you have to do is raise a glass of beer and say cheers to beer and then if you would tweet a picture or just a message but use the hashtag hashtag cheers BDB, so Beer Day Britain, hashtag cheers BDB, and then we'll try and trend on Twitter. And if we do, that would be ace. And <laughs> that I think would be awesome. It would be so awesome. But also having a National Beer Day, you know, we're real beer heads, aren't we? And obviously the listeners of the Beer O'Clock Show are. But millions of people in the rest of the country aren't like we are, you know, obsessives, but they still love beer. Yeah. But I just thought, well, if we have a National Beer Day, and it's hooked onto Magna Carta Day, then it gives just the general beer drinker or the person who doesn't even drink beer, it makes them think, wow, yeah, Britain's national drink. Oh, it's important enough to have a national day. Oh, gosh, yes, Magna Carta might just make them rethink beer and think that it's something very special, which yeah. it is. I mean, there's loads of people who, going back years, going back before Twitter, you you know, I would go into Weatherspoons and read the letters coming in from people who would hunt out the real ales and weatherspoons around the country, and they're just still with a few of their mates. So, you know, there's still loads of people like that who aren't tied into the whole Twitter echo chamber. Yes. So if we can just get the word out and then get those people involved who are already maybe not as obsessive about beer as some of our <laughs> some of our listeners and perhaps one of the hosts, then that'll be fantastic. Some people have been a little negative about the fact that it's on a Monday and I'm afraid we need to go back in time and talk to the Barons <laughs> and King John about that. But, um, you know, my, my answer has been that, well, we can drink beer every day 
and it's an opportunity, quiet pub night, it's an opportunity. But also St. Paddy's Day is now linked with Guinness and people still celebrate that. That's a movable feast. So is Valentine's Day. People will still go out to the pub or to a restaurant and celebrate. So I think some people were just slightly a little half, glasses half full <laughs> and I'm glasses half, sorry, they were glasses half empty and I'm glasses half full. And what a great excuse to go and drink beer. Indeed. We, we record on it every Monday night, so Monday night is technically second beer o'clock, second beer night, so we we fully endorse Beer Day Britain being on a Monday. Jane, is, is the intention for, if, if you're going to do this again um, next year and the year after and forevermore, is, is the intention to keep it on June the 15th? Yes. So, so it so it will be a movable yes. feast. So eventually, it will, yes. it, it will get to a Thursday, Friday, Saturday when exactly. people. Exactly. 2018. Tend... It's on a Friday, and then the pubs will be so full anyway that the the public will be going. What a stupid day to have a beer day on a Friday when it's our busiest day. You can't win, basically. <laughs> well, well, no, that that's that, and that's one of the downsides of social media, isn't it? Every yeah. anybody will find a will, will will find a bad thing about a good idea. Yes. Having said that. Uh, it's only been a few people on social media. They haven't been particularly horrible. They've just said I'm stupid, but that's fine. They haven't threatened to kill me or anything. Um, no, every, most people have been really, really full of enthusiasm and, and joy about it. Cool. How are we getting on with this beer, guys? Well, I'm nearly finished. Mm -hmm. So am I. Um, yeah. It's, uh, oh, it's imminently quaffable. Oh, it um, is. And this one is... Bottle conditioned, I've just poured the yeast in, which I love, so it's going to taste even better now. I, I did that as well. Even though I knew it was bottle conditioned and I was pouring mm. it as you were saying it was bottle conditioned, I still managed to dump all of the yeast into it as, as well. So I've been I've been having a pint of what we could probably call uh, Grantham Murky. Um, <laughs> which... Full of protein and vitamin B, though. Absolutely, and you're getting all the flavour from it as well. Yeah, you do. Um, it really, really opens up those citrus flavours, doesn't it? You get more of the orange blossom. Absolutely, that's that's all. That that's the the, the most um, predominant flavour for me is 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 the flavour mm. of orange com coming through on mm. it. I'm and I'm really enjoying that because it's like a, a nice, great big pint of alcoholic orange juice, um, which is just amazing. Oh yeah. Oh, it's lovely. I'm drinking mine out of a really elegant, beautiful um, crystal glass snifter shaped glass. <laughs> so it looks wonderful. Actually, anything looks wonderful. Even Carling looks wonderful in one of these <laughs> glasses. I, I do think that it's my favourite style of, of glass for, for drinking out of. So, oh, fabulous. <laughs> OK, well, as we finish off these beers, Jane, where can people find you online? Well, I run a business called The School of Booze. Mm -hmm. And at The School of Booze, you can do your homework at the pub, by the way. And you never graduate from The School of Booze because it's lifelong learning. School of Booze is a, um, ostensibly, it's an events business doing um, um, private group events. But I also write, you know, I have a book called Beer O'Clock. Did you yeah. know that? You yeah. saw that, yeah. I know, the official the official book of your, of your podcast. I've also got a book <laughs> called School of Booze, actually. Um, so yeah, schoolofbooze.com with lots of hyphens in there. Yeah. And on Twitter, I'm at School of Booze. And if anybody wants to follow Beer Day Britain, at Beer Day Britain. And um, hopefully everybody on, on June the 15th, Beer Day Britain will go and drink beer. They'll tell all the mates about it. We'll have a great time. Next year, it'll be even bigger. But we, if, we could, if we can make a splash this year, 
then next year, even better. Well, if our, if our thousands and thousands of listeners all get involved, Jane, then then, then we'll be sorted. Um, but we'll, we'll make sure we um, we, we put links to, to to both of the websites in the show in tonight's show notes, so people can click through and and they can have a look and see what it's all about. Thank you, and I hope some of the listeners will get a chance to drink Britannia's brew before I buy it all from Ales by Mail. Really I, I'm sure they will. Some of them have already been on the case. Um, yes, <laughs> Mr. Sean Smith, I am talking to you because I know you like rinsing stores of beers that are exclusive and become available. Um, but but yeah, as we said earlier on, this beer is exclusively about available from hours by mail. And make sure that you, you use the discount code to pick it up. Indeed. Stevie, do we have an Instagram of the week, mate? Yes, mate. Nice, nice, easy one this week. One leapt out on me straight away. And I'm so pleased that um, not that it's it, it's not great to, to have a, a constant stream of new winners of this massive empty box of nothing. Um, <laughs> but it's also nice to go back to those that have supported the prize this prize from the beginning. So this week's prize this prize goes to our old pal Sparky Wright for hey. um, a picture of the Buxton Yellow Belly. Um, from inside the wrapper. So if, you, if you've seen the packaging on, on Yellow Belly, it, it's packaged in this um, white um, paper with two eye holes in it. Basically what he's done, he's taken a picture of the bottle from behind the eye holes. So you're just getting it out. It's, look, it's a great picture. <laughs> it's linked through in tonight's show notes. Well done, Sparky Right, You're the winner of this week's Big Box of Nothing. Um, if you want to enter your own picture on Instagram, just put a picture up there, play around with it, get as artistic as you like, um, but just make sure you use the hashtag cheers, guys, so I can pick it up and you too could be in with a chance of winning the biggest box of nothing. <laughs> Indeed. And as we said a few times this sh- through the show, we have a discount code with Ales by Mail. We also have discount codes with Beautiful Beers and Ebria. You can go to our Season 7 Beer List page on the website and get the discount codes there as well as links to each of their shops. Don't forget to subscribe to the Beer O'Clock Show newsletter which has information as soon as an episode is out so you can get pop up in your inbox as well as whatever else is going on around the show. And yeah, you can find us online at beeroclockshow.co.uk on Twitter at beeroclockshow on Instagram at Beer O'Clock Show, on Untapped at Beer O'Clock Show Steve, I'm on Untapped at Beer Show Mark, and on Twitter at Beer Show Mark Jane. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you, Jane. My pleasure, and thanks so much for inviting me on and, and letting me speak about Britannia's Brew and Beer Day Britain. I, Cheers, I shall everybody. Look- I shall look forward to raising a glass at 12.15 on Monday the 15th. Yay! I'm actually going to go to um, Parliament Square in London and I'm going to stand outside Big Ben and as Big Ben rings the the chime at 12.15, I'm going to open a bottle of Britannia's Brew and do my cheers there. We'll look out for that (laughs) picture then and make sure we retweet the hell out of it. Yeah, and again, get yourself a bottle of Britannia's Brew from Ales by Mail, 10% off, don't forget. It is limited edition, it is a great good old straight down the line British gold nail you can't go wrong with this beer now Steve what's coming up next week buddy as we head back to the hour six seasons okay I actually feel a little bit embarrassed saying what we're drinking on beer day Britain now clearly I've planned <laughs> this, this wrong um but but next week we're heading back to the continent 
um, to a French brewery, and excuse my pronunciation of this one, <laughs> uh, Brasserie de Annalolin, and we are drinking Le Angelus, um, which is um, some sort of table beer, I think, or it's a beer de garde. Um, oh, God knows, it's one that you selected this one, mate. I did. This is first yes. time I've ever let you choose a beer. And um, the reason why and, I chose and... this one because the one I originally chose for a French beer was actually Dutch. Yes, brilliantly well done. <laughs> so I had um, a French name. That's that's what we're doing next week. And um, just to say as well, while we're talking about what's coming up, we're only actually three weeks out of the end of this season n- now, mate. This this mm. one's absolutely flown by. So next next week we're doing the, the the French beer, and then the following week is is a show that I've uh, now become accustomed to really looking forward to uh, every season. We, we've got this season's homebrew special coming up, yep. and we've got some cracking beers lined up for this one as well that's going to be a good one so, so so keep your out for that one in a couple of weeks time and then we'll be finishing the season um with a beer from Brewdog. uh the plan at the moment is hopefully to do this year's incarnation of the match tag beer um but that might go down to the wire and <laughs> might change at the last minute um so keep your out we'll obviously keep you updated um on the show indeedy right that's it Wrapping it up. Until next week, Stephen. It's been the highlight of my week. And mine.